Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning and welcome to Insight, a show about empowering our community. I'm Lorraine Ballard-Morrill. Insight brought to you by the American Association for Cancer Research. Did you hear the news? The cancer death rate has declined by 29% from 1991 to 2017, including a 2.2% drop from 2016 to 2017. That is the largest single drop in cancer mortality ever reported, and that's according to the American Cancer Society. AACR funds the scientists that have made the biggest breakthroughs in cancer research. If you want to see those numbers drop even more, one way is to support the AACR. Because 88 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to life-saving cancer research. Go to aacr.org donate and thank you. I was privileged to meet this multicultural acapella group composed of Yale students. Shades of Yale is their name, founded in 1988 to celebrate the music of the African diaspora and African-American tradition. We crammed the group into my teeny tiny studio but when I heard them perform, I was literally moved to tears. And the song they performed is on my permanent song list. But first, a criminal record can truly, a criminal record can destroy a person's life, even if that person has turned their life around. Babashi, in partnership with the Barristers, are offering free legal help for those seeking a pardon. I'm all about forgiveness. There is always the possibility of being forgiven for some of the past transgressions of one's life. In some cases, when that involves a criminal record, pardons are possible in Pennsylvania, and we're going to tell you all about it with some folks here who have some great programs that are available for those who are looking to be pardoned and also to have their records expunged. Joining us in the studio is Gary Bell, Executive Director of Babashi, which is an organization that empowers people to enhance the quality of their health and overall well-being by providing access to culturally sensitive, high-quality health care, HIV, AIDS services, health education, and social services, and extending out to this as well. Also joining us is David C. Williams, the president of the Barristers Association, which is the largest in oldest association of black lawyers in America. He is also accompanied by David Pennant III and Joe Mitchell III. They are co-chairs of the Pardon Hub, which is what we're going to be talking about today. So let me start with you, Gary. Babashi is doing so many good things for the community to really enhance the well-being of our community. And it seems to be now extending into this area of pardons. Tell us how Babashi got involved. Well, thank you first for having us. Um, as we work with, with individuals who are economically disenfranchised, affected by trauma, whatever, one of the things we try to do is help, help them to lift themselves up. And increasingly we find individuals that have this barrier where they aren't able to move forward. They're trying they're trying to get benefits, they're trying to get housing or health care or something else, 
and the uh, criminal record they have. And in many cases, this is something that might have happened 10 or 20 years ago, gets in the way. And it just made sense that we help find a way to help them get through this, especially those who have really redeemed themselves and have changed their lives. So we are so honored to be partnering with Philadelphia Lawyers for Social Equity and the Barristers Association to help people move forward. That is great. And, you know, one of my favorite sayings, uh, David Williams, is that every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. So (laughs) in this case, you believe that every sinner does potentially have a future. And pardons, how do we determine if a pardon is right for an individual who has a criminal record? So that is an individual assessment that's going to be based on that man or woman who walks in the door. And our goal is to make sure that individuals know that they are potentially eligible for a pardon and then can sit down and speak with someone who can discuss that their particular personal path to the through the pardon process with them. Great. Let me uh, move over to Joe, who's a co-chair of the Pardon Hub. And I'd like to talk a bit more about what the eligibility is. How do you become eligible for a pardon? Well, there's there's two things here. One is the thing that's wonderful about this program, the Pardon Hub, is that we are offering free help and free services. Okay. So that people who are income eligible can get a pardon for free. The governor has been extremely liberal about granting pardons. It's 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 a 50-50 chance even if you have four convictions. As long as you stayed out of trouble. Now, here's the thing. You have to stay out of trouble for at least three years after your sentence has completed. But if you've been out of trouble for three years, we want to talk to you. We want want you to come and listen to our presentation. We have presentations at Babashi every month where we tell people exactly what they need to do to get pardons. I understand that uh, the eligibility only applies to charges in Pennsylvania. Only Pennsylvania and not federal. Gotcha. And preferably, a person needs to, although you say three years, it would be even better if it's seven to 10 years since the last incident. Right? Now, if it's been vi- if it's a violent crime, seven to 10 years is gotcha. what we need. Okay. But a non- many people have nonviolent crimes. I've, I've represented several people for pardons who've had nonviolent crimes and they've gotten their pardons and it's made a huge difference in their lives. Well, David Ten- uh, Pennant III, I'd like you to step up to the microphone and and talk about what exactly happens. So a person uh, takes advantage of this ex- really wonderful program. What can they expect after submitting for a pardon? Part of the program, the Pardon Hub, is to assist them with telling their story, telling their story of how they're a different person after they've committed this crime. Once we've done that, we've then sent the application to the governors. They will review it. And then if after some time, a couple of years, then they will review and call them up for an interview in Harrisburg, where they then will have an opportunity to present and to tell them how they've been better since the crime. And, and it probably helps if they're involved in the community, do absolutely. volunteer work, community outreach, that sort of thing, right? Absolutely. We encourage individuals to be involved in the community. As Joe mentioned before, stay out of trouble throughout this process and to just show whatever they can, whether it's going back for GEDs, to go back for education show that they become a better person and a benefit to their community. Back to you, Gary. I'd like to talk about the impact of having a criminal record. Um, You kind of touched on it a bit before, but if you have a criminal record, particularly if it's a felony conviction, then you're cut off from so many things. You can't 
get a scholarship or you can't necessarily get a loan. There are all sorts of things that kind of stand in the way. Can you tell us what are some of the things that become obstacles for those individuals? Well, it's it's a wide range of things, and I don't think people realize how many obstacles there are. It could be a bank account. It could be um, applying. We had an older gentleman that tried to get into a retirement home, and he couldn't get into a retirement home because mm-hmm. of that. Trying to get a mortgage, we have people who have who have found very good jobs, you know, making fifty or sixty thousand dollars a year, but they couldn't get a mortgage because they had a record. Also, have uh, difficulty if you have a record. A lot of people, even though we have changed the laws in, in Philadelphia where they're not supposed to ask and they're not supposed to to let it affect it, we know it still happens. So there's so many ways it can affect people, and people just get frustrated and they give up. And we want them to know there's there's hope. There's a chance that they can get some help with this and get those records off there. Before we get into some of the specifics about uh, exactly where you mentioned that Babashi is a go-to hub for all of this, I would like to also talk about expungement because I think there are a lot of people who don't really know what expungement is and maybe how that is distinguished from a pardon. Who wants to jump in and explain that for us, Joe? I'll jump in. I've been a criminal lawyer for 25 years, so I know a lot about it. I've done hundreds of expungements. So an expungement is generally for a non-conviction. There are certain expungements which are allowed for minor offenses, summary offenses, and some misdemeanors. Expungements are not allowed for non-pardoned offenses that are serious Mm -hmm. of any kind. Right. Gotcha. So what is the advantage of an expungement? Now, someone is not convicted, but it still becomes part of the public record? Yes. So what happens is, let's say that you have a fight with your girlfriend, okay, and you take her cell phone. You get charged with robbery, with criminal trespass, with serious offenses, Mm -hmm. uh, assault of some kind. And let's say that you plead out to disorderly conduct. So you have a summary offense, but you you have robbery and and all these other felonies on your record. Right. An expungement gets those off. Right, right. Which, again, is is really about second chances. And back to you, David Williams, that's what it's all about. It's, it's those second chances. And how does this benefit our community and our society by allowing this? I think there are a lot of people who are a little bit judgmental. You know, if you commit a crime, then you do the time, and you should keep paying for it. But what you're saying is, I think, by what you're doing is that a pardon is not only good for that person, but it's really good for all of us. Absolutely. America is the land of second chances. And there is no reason that a prior criminal conviction or record should hold someone back from moving forward and being a productive member of society. There is no reason that we should have these past criminal uh, convictions from your youth or any indiscretions or encounters with the law preventing you from getting housing, preventing you from getting a mortgage, preventing you from coaching your child's soccer team. There are a host of reasons why we want to allow people to move forward and continue to be productive members of society. For the last 70 years, Barristers has been dedicated to promoting, educating, and training black lawyers and uplifting black lawyers, and also getting into the community and making sure that we help our folks, particularly here in the Philadelphia area. We do that through turkey drives and feeding our community. We do that through scholarships, providing scholarships for African-American law students so that they can uh, help pay and defray the cost of tuition. We help do that by also providing uh, wills and powers of attorneys for our seniors 
And this Pardon Hub is one more link in the chain, finding barristers to the community and helping uplift the community. That is great. And Gary, if people would like to take advantage of this Pardon Hub, this opportunity to get uh, potentially a pardon, how do they get in touch with you guys? The next information session is on January 14th at Babashi from 6 to 8 p.m. It's at 1235 Spring Garden Street. And if you're interested in attending, please call Jennifer Melendez at 215-769-3561. And what is your website for more info as well? www.babashi.org. And David Williams, if people would like to know more about uh, the barristers and also Philadelphia Lawyers for Social Equity, how do we get in touch with you guys? Sure. So barristers, you can find us through www.phillybarristers.com. Philadelphia Lawyers for Social Equity, a separate but excellent and powerful organization, uh, www.plse.org. Okay. And we'll get all that information on our website and you will have access to that as well. We are so appreciative of the fact that you guys are doing this. This is really important. As we mentioned before, every saint has a past, every sinner has a future, and a future can be insured, a positive one, with a pardon. And if you want more information, check out Babashi, check out Barristers, and I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Gary Bell, Executive Director of Babashi, and we have David Williams, who is the President of the Philadelphia Barristers Association co-chairs of the Pardon Hub, Joseph Mitchell III, Esquire, and David Pennant III, who is also an attorney. Thank you all for joining us today. You're listening to Insight. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. (laughs) They can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Looking for employment? Please join us for the Greater Philadelphia Martin Luther King Day of Service 9th Annual Jobs and Opportunity Fair on Monday, January 20th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at Girard College. Job opportunities will be available in various industries, including healthcare, retail, technology, and more. Pre-registration is required. Register for the King Day Jobs and Opportunity Fair at kingdayjobs.eventbrite.com. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I am your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. I'm Lorraine Ballard Morrill, a cappella. That's something that's kind of uh, gotten on the map since the show Glee. And perhaps some of you have even heard of Yale's, one of their premier a cappella groups, the Whippin' Foofs. There is another wonderful group that's also out there doing some beautiful music, and they are called Shades of Yale. Joining us in the studio, we've got actually the studio, you can't see it because it is radio after all. We've got this room full of wonderful young people who are going to sing for us in just a minute. But to tell us more about this organization is Noelle Mercer. She's a Philadelphia tour manager and Taj Aliki, who's business manager for Shades of Yale. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us. Well, tell us about Shades of Yale. So, acapella group, tell us who you are. So we are Shades of Yale. We were founded in 1988 to sing music of the African diaspora and African-American tradition. So in other words, we sing music by black people for black people. We're one of the only mission-based groups on Yale's campus. So we try to, um, you know, uplift um, the black voice with our music. We typically go on tours throughout the year, um, both domestically and internationally. And we've toured all over the world. We've been to South Africa. Um, We've been to New Orleans, Atlanta. Um, LA. <laughs> we've sang for the Obamas. Oh, really? Yes. The, oh, the how crowd. exciting. It's, 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 honestly, it's been such a great experience, um, both being in the group and being able to like share this message and, um, and share our voices in the music. With tell, tell us, Noel, tell us more about the message that you are sharing. Yeah, so um, actually our group was founded in 1988 by uh, our founder, Titi Lyo, and she came to Yale as a first year, and she noticed all the acapella groups out of all of them, none of them sang the music that she grew up with. And so she decided, along with four or five other people, to just start her own group um, to sing the music that she felt represented her and her people. And thus, Shades of Yale was born. And so we really make sure that we go to 
places and schools and cities that have populations that look like us, uh, black folk, um, brown folk, just people in general, and we just share our music with them, we share our mission with them. It's it's very inspiring to see a person that looks like you singing the songs that you're used to at a place like Yale University, so we try our best to use our privilege, because it certainly is a privilege to go to a school like Yale, to share our gifts with, yeah. with and, them. And Taj, I think that is a key message, because when you think about when we start to see people that are like ourselves, you guys go to Yale. I mean, hello. <laughs> that is one of the top schools in the country. But I think people have a certain preconception mm-hmm. of a typical Yale student <laughs> or a typical Harvard student or any of the Ivy Leagues. And you certainly don't fit into the pigeonhole that people have yeah. for, I think, what people consider to be um, you know, your typical Ivy League student. And so um, just in the interest of finding out a little more about you, what are you guys majoring in? What, Taj, what are you majoring in? Yeah, so my major is a mouthful. It's ethnicity, race, and migration. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm also in the education studies program at Yale. Very cool. Noel? And I study theater. Yeah, wonderful. So um, you talk about the music that you sing. And one of the things that I love about acapella is that it doesn't depend on anything but your voices. Your voices are the instrument. What's beautiful is when you have that perfect blend of harmony. There's something that kind of resonates. It's like this little vibration that happens inside your body as you're listening to it. So I wonder, what is it like to to sing acapella? Because you are all raw out there. There's no nothing you can fall back on. It is your voices and your voices alone. We are a completely student-led group, so we rely heavily on our wonderful, we call her our pitch, our musical director, Amara. Um, She gives us all of the pitch roles, and and it's really, honestly, singing a cappella is like taking a leap of faith, because, you know, if one person sings the wrong thing, we're all there to lift them up and not let them fall and and then like you were talking about that perfect blend when we hit it just right it just it fills the room and it fills your soul and it just rings out and it's so beautiful yeah it is it is wonderful and um what i love too is that you're bringing music uh from the diaspora so you did talk about the music being by black folks or people of color for people of color. But I imagine that you actually had this opportunity to spread the music to a a wider audience. Because as we move forward in life, it's really about sharing ourselves so that other people understand each other more fully. And I think that that is the potential gift of what you guys do. Right, Taj? Yes. You know, music is a universal language. And I think that uh, being able to sing this music and, and bringing the message that Noel talked about it's important not only for students who and people who look like us, but for those who don't. Yeah. And understanding like that the music that we sing has a cultural significance, has a meaning to us, and and trying to impart that. And I and I think that also like with our music, even if that message may not be clear to everyone, I think that those it's supposed to resonate with, it does. Music is that kind of universal. It's a cliche, I know, but yeah. it is kind of a universal language because I think we can all connect with just something that's beautiful, that sounds beautiful, you know, and certainly you all are beautiful. I mean, you guys are such a wonderful, a box full of colorful crayons, you know, (laughs) all different shades, right? Shades of Yale. So uh, you guys are also looking for support from the greater community. And how can we help you? Right. So um, 
we're mounting this Philadelphia tour. Um, we'll be touring all over the city, singing at many schools and other venues. And we have a GoFundMe set up to help offset the cost of the tour. You can find that at bit.ly forward slash shades PHL. Um, and no gift is too small. No donation is too small. Anything that you could give to help us out, to help us bring our music to more people in Philadelphia. I love that, and I now would like to hear (laughs) some Shades of Yale. So I'm going to ask all of the Shades of Yale folks to step on up and share with us some of your music. what that song was that you just sang. So that was Wanting Memories, um, originally by Sweet Honey and The Rock, who is a all-black woman acapella group. Yes. Um, and they actually taught that song Two Shades years ago. Oh my gosh. And so it's what a, part- a privilege. Yes, yes, no, definitely. And yeah. so it's a part of Shades canon. And so we sing it every year. Uh, we usually sing it in times of both happiness. We sing it um, when the juniors in the group leave. Like It's just a, a song that we sing that because it represents such memory and, and, and love. Yeah. And so, yeah, Sweet Honey in the Rock. Oh, my yeah. gosh. You know, whenever 
as I was telling you off mic, whenever I hear something or see something really beautiful, it just moves me. And you guys really moved me. That oh, that was just very moving. I'm tearing up. Maybe I needed to have lunch earlier, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I suspect it's really because of the beauty of your performance. I mean, there's acapella and there's acapella. You guys are very nuanced in how you sing, how you moderate your tones and, and your volume. It's it's just very delicate and very thoughtful. I love, it's very, just very intelligent, very smart. And I just love <laughs> that. So, so um, people, I'm sure, will want to hear more of you. And I know you've got a YouTube channel. We do, yes. If you go, if you type in Shades of Yale um, in YouTube, so you'll, YouTube, you'll find our um, YouTube channel. And we have videos from all of our concerts there. And also, if you go to our website, shadesofyale.org, you'll find more information, more videos, more information about our history and our founding and the songs that we sing. That is great. And any final words, Tash? Uh, thank you so much for um, listening to us, and thank you so much for having us. Yes, it's um, been such a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, the pleasure has definitely been mine, and thanks to you. Noelle Mercer, uh, Philadelphia Tour Manager, Taj Lakey, Business Manager for Shades of Yale. Thank you to all of the Shades of Yale who've crammed into this tiny, <laughs> cramped little studio and just created and, and performed such beautiful, beautiful music. Thank you. The best of luck to all of you and everything that you do. I know that you're all very accomplished, that you are not just beautiful singers, but you also have special talents that you're expressing in your own way, and you're showing who you are and your brilliance to the world and inspiring others. And I love that you are out there just really showing people what you can accomplish. Thank you once again. Shades of Yale. I'm Lorraine Ballard Morrow. Since you've gone and left me, there's been so little beauty, but I know I saw it clearly through your eyes. Now the world outside is such a cold and bitter place. Here inside I have been things that I would Try to hear your voice above the storms of life Then I remember All the things that I was told Thank you for listening to Insight. You can stream today's interviews by going to our website and typing in keyword community and clicking on the podcast tab. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lorraine Ballard. That's Lorraine with one R. And do something positive for your community. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.